And we're live. Hey, everybody. Hello, hello. Hey. How's it going? Welcome back. Both of you. Welcome back. Yay. Yeah. Welcome back. Hey, how's it going? Who is watching the Snyder Cut this weekend? Yeah, I have it ready to go. Four hours, yeah. though. Four hours. Get ready. Yep. Everyone's saying I mean, it's better. That Not that that's a hard goal to cross, <laughs> but like everyone is bar. saying it's better. Yeah, you know. You yeah. Turn the lights down low. No bathroom breaks. You got to get the full movie theater experience. No, fuck that. How, how long was nope. the original Justice League? The, the regular cut? I'm going to guess. Good question. I'm, I'm going to guess 215. Okay. I'm looking it up. Paul, take a guess. Uh, I'm going to guess two hours. Just exactly two hours. Paul is correct. On the exactly nose. two hours. Wow. Is it really? Yeah. Nice. Wow. Okay. <laughs> In accordance nice. with Warner's runtime limitations, the Justice League theatrical cut is exactly 120 minutes, uh, including credits. Whedon add, added nearly 80 new pages to the script. So Google and Wiki says. Runtime limitations. Never heard about that, but okay. Okay. So, have either of you seen that one, the original one? Yeah. Saw it in theaters. Same. Okay. I haven't, so I'm happy to just watch this and be like, oh, okay, sure. And then ignore it for the rest of my life, probably. That's um, yeah. I am weirdly excited to see just if it stands up as a move stands out as a movie like i think a lot of people are going to go into this with the bias of that other one was really fucking bad so this is okay where i have no bias at all so i just want to see how that is i haven't even seen that uh batman versus superman <laughs> like i have no i haven't seen that either but this. i i feel like i've seen enough memes from it to know the plot i yeah i feel the same <laughs> martha yeah the, martha. Um, yeah, the Martha yeah. thing. I was actually going to say, is that one? I couldn't remember if Martha's in that movie or Justice League. Both those movies kind of just blend together for me. I can't really pull them apart. Um, and, and it's been so long since I've seen either of them, and I only saw them once because I didn't enjoy them. So part sure. of me is like, should I rewatch Justice League so that I kind of know I can see the differences? What you know, what they chose to change for the Snyder Cut. But then it's like, I don't want to watch six hours of Justice League. I already don't want to watch yeah. four. Yeah, I was uh, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, well, I could sneak in like that other one sometime during the week. Yeah, and I was just like, I don't yeah. want to watch six hours of this basically same movie. Fuck that. Yeah. I'll watch yeah. the two hours later if I really feel like it, like any time yeah. later. So so I'm actually kind of I feel like I'm going a little bit similar to you of a little blind. I know I blind. don't like Justice League, but I just don't remember a lot of the stuff sure. from it. Um so it'll be a lot. I'm sure during the movie, I'll be like, oh, right. This plot point. OK, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. This stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. The but cubes or whatever the hell they were called. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> the cubes. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The, most okay. of the plot revolved around cubes. What's the one when Batman right. gets like the armor suit and, and, and then fights no, that must have been Batman v Superman. Where he fights that was, Superman. I'm pretty that sure that's that one. Yeah, the ruins. Okay, yeah. right. I really don't remember a lot of Justice League then. Like, yeah, okay. The Justice League movie is basically just the apocalypse arc, right? Essentially, in movie form. Is that correct? 
Uh, of like the death of sorta the... like like in the dark side is the villain. Wait, isn't it Steppenwolf? That's the thing in the original in the the Whedon cut, the the original release. He's not in the movie at all. In this version, he is. Which one? The Snyder cut. Snyder cut had Dark Side in it. No, no, no. Which which one a- added the new vi- which villain? Uh, Snyder cut has Dark Side. Okay, so I'm remembering correct that Steppenwolf was the bad guy in the original. Yes, and Steppenwolf okay, is right. still in oh. the Snyder cut, but uh, also Darkseid is there because he's supposed to be Darkseid's right hand oh. man. Okay, right on. So that's that like, original that's sounds like a mess they, just from you guys saying this. It's fucking <laughs> this is it is yeah. The idea of like here's the new cut. We put in a whole new villain, one of the biggest ones in DC. <laughs> it's like what it, what are you even talking about? Wow. Okay. Like, I, I'm like, curious would, what the hell is in the extra two hours. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That a four hour movie, man. That's does. Yeah. Do either of you, I haven't been really paying attention to like Twitter, like this year in general, but do either of you know, is there like an intermission or something going on? I have not heard that. I feel like I would have heard that. I doubt it. I feel like I would have seen articles that are like, here's where to take your bathroom break, even though you're at home. Um, Yeah. I I don't think there's an intermission, but again, you're at home. You can just pause it. But if you, if you respect Snyder. If if you respect film, the you're Snyder not going to pause that. Cut. You're going to tell everyone in your house no talking, no bathroom yeah. breaks. This is movie theater. We got it up on on the four by three IMAX yeah, the four quality. By three. Here we go. Yep. Yeah, you're going to respect this movie. I have seen a lot of people are just like, "Why the fuck is this in four by three? And the answer is, "Oh, because Snyder wanted the integrity of his film to be." In four by well, three. Or I mean, it's because it was it was shot for IMAX, so they were trying to keep yeah. that. I don't know why they didn't change it. A fun yeah. joke tweet I saw was because Zach kept waving to Batman on the side of the shot, so they had to crop that out. <laughs> oh, okay. Makes hey, sense. Batman, I love you. Hey, Batman. <laughs> hey, you're my favorite. Yo, guys, yeah. that's Batman. That's the real Batman. I think. I think it just goes without saying, though, that no matter how the Snyder Cut actually is, this whole, like, Justice League debacle is a weird, like, artifact in cinema history forever, where they released a movie, and then they re... There was problem... Like, really bad shit made him step away... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made him step away from it, so they got somebody else to fill in with their vision... Well, completely thought, fucking failed and then I he thought came Snyder back stepped away because it. of family issues I thought his daughter died or something yeah, yeah I would, I would she, call that a family issue yeah yeah I that's thought, what I heard I heard like, fan issue I'm like wait a minute oh okay. no family family <laughs> okay never mind yeah, I heard yeah. I heard fan <laughs> issue I'm like wait a minute no it was unfortunately much worse <laughs> yeah. than a fan issue yeah um so he steps away and then comes back like four years later to quote-unquote fix it like, no matter how it is, this is just a weird thing in the history of film. <laughs> it is. That, that's that why happened. I want to watch it. Like, I just kind of need to know. Yeah. I just I just kind of yeah. have to know because it's been such a weird thing. But, yeah. I'll, is it going to be as boring looking as every scene I've seen, like, tweeted? Everything is brown in that movie. Every that, single picture Well, I've remember, seen is brown. Snyder did, like, he worked on Watchmen. He worked on Batman vs. Superman. They all very, <clears throat> that dark, melodic tone brown yeah yeah like man of steel is the only movie i can think of recently from snyder that had actual color to it 
I think that might be like the last movie that I saw that he did. I mean, did. all I'm saying is that you guys should come join my Discord channel where we only watch and talk about Zack Snyder movies. Next week, we're going to watch Sucker Punch for the second time. I Man. don't think I could do that. <laughs> I don't think I could watch Sucker Punch for a second time. Yeah, Sucker Punch is. I've done it. 300. 300, though. I genuinely enjoy 300. That is a fun movie. It's It's dumb. There's some cool scenes. There's some cool monsters. I genuinely like 300. Yeah, it's just a a fun action movie. Yeah, it's it's super fun. And you have rewatched it, right? Recently, yeah. Recently, yeah. Yeah, because I remember like thinking Sucker Punch was okay, and then I rewatched it. I'm like, yeah, this is trash. Sucker Punch is so... (laughs) Dumb and really bad yeah anyway um this is the top down perspective for march 18th i'm sean booker paul fleck i'm john wheeler and uh oh there we go john nope i'm gonna skip it paul what are you playing um i guess the big one this week is the outer world's murder on eridanos came out uh Two days ago, a day ago, a day ago. Because today was today. Was... No, it was yesterday. Oh man, I was waiting for today <laughs> to play it though. So I've done a couple hours in it. Uh, I got to go back and finish it off. I think it's better than the other one. I think the like planet or whatever that they built, like Eridanos for this DLC, is just pretty uh, cool looking. Um, it's like a giant resort planet essentially for like rich people and there's just giant fields of like pink fluffy uh i can't remember it's like a safari zone type thing and there's a place that's like a hotel or whatever and they're all built on these asteroids or like platforms that are all tied together with giant metal beams and like rockets so that they're moving around this like planet essentially that's like okay. a resort thing. And this is where murder happens for a serial actress named Halcyon Helen. And you're on the case because you're a freelancer to uh, investigate what's going on. And they give you kind of a new little weapon that is almost it's like a scientific like laser thing that you can look through and it'll uh, it's your magnifying glass essentially your like science magnifying I was gonna glass. be like are you are you describing a magnifying glass <laughs> essentially but it's a laser pistol as well because you can shoot from it okay. and that's almost got me in trouble a few times where i've like brought it out to like look around for footprints or something and like almost shot a dude <laughs> that's not right. a bad guy okay so uh i've gotten used to just putting it away when i'm not looking around for stuff <laughs> The trailer kind of sets it up to be kind of your, you know, your campy clue murder mystery. It does the is how much of that is in the DLC? That's the whole thing. Yeah. So you're you're investigating her murder. Uh, That's like how it starts. And then you're kind of like literally retracing some of her footsteps. And, oh, she wanted to check out what was going on here. Like, why would she want that or whatever? And you have weird players that are in the background that are like one guy completely cuts you off from the spaceport at some part. And it's like, oh, well, that's not suspicious or whatever. You have the like boyfriend that's been trying to get back with her and left her messages on like how he needs her back so much. And you talk to him and realize he's a complete moron, but he might have an alibi. You have to go talk to this other guy to see if maybe 
his alibi stands up. It's very much a detective thing going on in there. So how does because like the Outer Worlds is kind of an action game, though, is how much like combat is there? There's a decent amount. Um, So in that like field area I was talking about, there's some weird thing going on where the like primates or primevals or whatever they're called in this, those like monkey dudes that throw shit at you. They're like getting drunk. This so this whole place is Rizzo's vodka company owns. So they're like right. making different vodkas and stuff like that. Um, and she was a spokesperson for them. So right. that's why. Yeah, that's who she is. And uh, so like you have a bunch of weird drunk animals that are attacking you randomly. You have these new things that they're working on to like make the uh, keep the fields pollinated called wasps ketos that attack every now and then because they're let out or prematurely. Um, the big thing is, is that you have some employees that are acting weird as if they're being mind controlled or something is happening to them and they'll just like randomly start attacking you in some spots. And like, that's, I'm sure obviously going to be the crux of what's going on behind this mystery. Um, and like you, you meet characters along the way where, they're just like, yeah, my employees are like have been acting weird, so we had to kill them or like just shit like that. You know how it is. It's yep. outer worlds. Worlds. It's cool. It feels I'm like excited. a more fleshed out thing than the other one. The other one was good, um, but that one saw you moving around to different parts and like talking to different people. And it felt like it was kind of a smaller scale. This feels like just a full planet with like a bunch of side quests. Like it feels really nicely tacked on as part of the main game so it's cool it's a cool nice. thing and people should check it out yep uh it's unfortunate that so much stuff's coming out because i wanted to check out that doom dlc that came out today but and also yep but yeah <laughs> that's uh, that's all i've been playing all right john all right playing through loop hero still still enjoying it good game yeah it's great yep uh and then last night we did uh i started doing monthly called whatever wednesday where I okay. just stream whatever I feel like playing, and usually it's like a bunch of indie games I haven't gotten around to trying before, or if someone sent me a code for and stuff like that. So we played a bunch of those sure. last night. It started with a, a fun game called Fights in Tight Spaces, which is a yeah. deck building fighting game. Right. Yeah, I've been looking at this. This looks great. Also, I just love this name. The it's name is good, really yeah. strong. Yeah, it's a good name. It, it's yep. very similar to like a like a John Wick hex kind of. Yeah, your your character is essentially that kind of character, like a John Wick type character where they're just like a, a well-known super agent. I think they're called Agent 11 in the game. And uh, you just have to deal with a bunch of criminal like groups like I, right now. The first one I'm doing is like I have to fight like a, a biker gang that's also a cartel. So you go, okay. you, you go to different locations <clears> and they're, they're little small rooms, maybe like 10 by 10 square grid. And uh, you choose a deck. Uh, and starting the game out, they give you a balanced deck, but you can do attack focused, defense focused, or like uh, combo focused decks later on. And they'll all be different things like, okay, this using this card lets me move forward one space. Using this card lets me do like a punch attack that'll do eight damage to whoever's in front of me. Using this move will do like uh, 10 damage and push the person back one space. But there's all these little mechanics in between that kind of add to it. Uh, There's a combo system in the game where every attack you do ups your combo counts. 
but every movement you do lowers it by one. And uh, there are certain cards you can use only if your combo count is at a certain point, but it doesn't use like your actual turn-based currency, which is uh, momentum, I think is what they call it. So you like you start the game okay. with three momentum per turn, but you can use anything that uses uh, either zero cost as well or anything that uses your combo meter instead. And the combo meter ones usually do a crazy amount of extra damage. There's a couple extra gimmicks to it as well, too. Uh, you can actually shove people out of the map, and if you do that, they die. But obviously the same can also happen to you if you're not careful. Uh, what is the like narrative justification for that? <clears throat> if you're in a room, like... I, I, the the tutorial just says like if you push someone out of it over a railing or like off of a specific area they just they just immediately fall unconscious like they they get shoved and trip or something like that okay all right so there's just like a oh, this game's also in early access right yeah this is an early access game yeah uh when you pick your mission they give you uh like a roguelike style map of like you can choose this room or this room each one will have different challenges and they may lead to other branching challenges. There's gyms you can go to to upgrade your cards and or buy new moves. There's uh, med bays you can go to to heal up and extend your max health. Uh, there's fun little mechanics like if your opponents have line of sight on you, they'll like they'll prime themselves for attack. But if you step out of the way, they will attack the person behind you instead. So you can have setups where, like, uh, I had one setup which was really funny last night. Uh, two guys with guns got to either side of me, and I just stepped out of the way, and they shot each other and killed each other. Nice. Just, like, nice. little little things like that. It's really fun. If you like turn-based, if you like deck-building games, if you like strategy games, it's a great combination of both. Yeah, I've had it described as, like, you know, like a, a, like a card-based version of that scene from the most recent uh, Mission Impossible where Tom Cruise fights Henry Cavill in the bathroom. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Perfect example. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> With like the gun lock loading arm thing. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's seen that meme of. Um, yeah. Yeah. What a great name. Fights in tight spaces. Yeah. So good. So good. Play yep. another game that came out today called Space Otter Charlie. Uh, you play a, an adorable little otter named Charlie who uh, is traveling through space trying to find out uh, how to escape Earth and why the planets get overheating. So you... Uh, oh, man. Yeah, so you fly Poor towards... Charlie. You fly towards, like... Fossil fuels. <laughs> you fly towards walls, and then you have magnetic boots which lock onto them, and then you kind of aim whatever direction you want to go next, launch off of the wall, and you have a little jetpack that can change your orientation and help you move around a bit. So it's mainly like physics-based like wall bouncing. If you play Dendara, it's a s sort of similar to that, but because of the jetpack, okay. you have better control. Okay. When you were describing it, I was like, it sounds a little bit like Dendara, and then I guess it is. Yeah, it, it has. it's somewhat reminiscent, but yeah, like I feel like it has better control overall than I remember Dendara having. Because uh, you're not just locked into like 45-degree angle jumps. You can actually just yeah. you can flip around. Oh. Uh. Yeah, you have you have free movement as long as you have uh, jetpack fuel, and you can also like slide on walls, so you just keep your momentum either way. You also get uh, little extra guns you can use. So you have lasers and stuff like that. You can fight you can fight enemies. There's bosses. Uh, <clears throat> it's otherwise like an exploration and and shooting Metroidvania. It's fun. Nice, cool. Pixel Puzzle Makeout League was a game that I played at uh, Too Many Games and MAGFest before. It is a Pacross game, uh, but is also yeah. a dating sim. 
where you play a superhero named oh, Pixel Girl okay. who sees the world in Pacross puzzles or pixel puzzles, as she calls them. And solving them helps her get out of any issue she's stuck in. Uh, so right. you've talked about this before. I did. Yeah. And yeah. it's not just Pacross, though, right? Uh, it's well, it's Pacross and a dating sim. But as far as I'm aware, it is just Pacross. I thought I thought like in turn in a in addition to the dating sim, it was like there's Sudoku in here. There's puzzles or there was just like a bunch of different like there might be because the other characters know. are all themed around <laughs> different puzzles. Yeah, I think that's what it is, is I think maybe the main character is Pacross, although I'm not seeing any uh, screenshots of this, but I could have sworn there was different types of puzzles in here. But I'm pretty I'm sure it's all Pacross, high. but yeah, um, okay. the other characters are themed after different puzzles like chess, Sudoku, crosswords and, and jigsaw puzzles. Yeah, that, but you don't do any of those. Not from what I've played so far, but I only yeah, played like, like half weird. an hour to an hour. Okay. Sure. It's a very interesting game considering <laughs> one of the characters you can date is a, a literal gigantic puzzle piece with an anime face on it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it, makes it sense. It's very quirky and I think it might have slightly traumatized some of my viewers last night. Nice. Hey man, <laughs> don't yuck someone else's yum. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, and the last game I played last night and really the last one I got to talk about is Bot Vice. This came out in 2016 or 17. Uh, it is a, a 2D top-down shooter where you are you hide behind cover. You can only move left to right, uh, but you also can duck down to avoid being shot, but the cover can be blown up that you're ducked under, and you have a little dodge roll to go left to right. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the best play thing to compare to. Wild Guns might be a good comparison. Sure. Okay. I had to look this up because yeah, I it's didn't a gallery know this shooter. game. Yeah, it's a, it's a gallery yeah. shooter. Yeah. Uh, is difficult uh, because you just you get kind of get overwhelmed easily in the game, and you have to just get keep moving back and forth, keep dodging. Uh, you your special weapons you run out of very quickly, <clears throat> so you have to keep shooting the actual enemy that drops more items for you. But sometimes there's so many targets, your lock on might not pick on them, so you got to move around. It's uh, it was kicking my ass for a while, and then at some point last night, it just suddenly clicked. Like, I was getting, like, Cs and D ranks and F ranks in the game, and then after we got stuck on one stage for, like, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, uh, suddenly we got As in every other stage. It was, like, something finally just clicked together with the rest of the game. Cool. We got. I really like the devs of this game. They make a lot of really good shit. Oh, what have they made? So, um, they made a game called Strikey Sisters, which is oh, basically that's them. just, like... Okay. Yeah, the game I'm looking forward to is they're <laughs> they made they're making a uh, survival horror game called Evil Tonight that comes out this year. So I've been uh, waiting for that to come out. But yeah, Bodvice looks fucking dope too. I want to pick this one up too. Yeah, it was fun and surprisingly fully voiced, which surprised me. So uh, like all the cutscenes had dialogue and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Nice. Uh, okay, I played a couple things. Uh, primarily, uh, Deep Rock Galactic. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, okay. Uh, which is a co-op... Oh, I don't even know how you de- how you would describe this. Mining game. Mining game, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's one to four players. You play a, a, a set of dwarves. Each of them have a different class. I'm playing the gunner. Um, lots okay. of lots of cosmetic options. A lot of really good mustaches you can buy for your dwarves. 
different suits, yep. hats, you know, mutton chops, you, you, pretty good looking dwarf. Um, and then you and your team go out to on various missions where you, you know, have an objective like find four alien eggs. And then you have yeah. this like volumetric looking map you can kind of look around on of where the eggs would be and then you can dig through almost any kind of wall near you to make tunnels and stuff to find what you need and then you call your little robot buddy to over to you and you deposit the stuff and every you know a few minutes or every few objectives you complete a swarm of like alien spiders will come at you so you need to kind of hunker down and fight them off Yeah. And the different classes have different abilities. So, you know, I like the gunner because he gets like a real big rail gun. He also has a zip line that I can set up, which makes, you know, traversing some of the areas better. Um, One of the characters has like a platform building gun so he can shoot and kind of make stairs for people. There's a scout that can travel around, has like a hook shot. Uh, there's like a there's straight up a digger and he's really good at, you know, making tunnels for you to go. So it's really great. Again, yeah. When you have a full team for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Um, one thing that's also really great is uh, if you click in on the right stick, if, you know, if you're using a controller, I'm, I'm playing this on Xbox it's on Game Pass. You will send you'll call out a taunt. And I don't know what the deal is with the taunt, but for some reason, the catchphrase in this universe is rock and stone. So they'll just be like, oh, yeah, rock and stone or like, hell yeah, rock and stone. Or one guy will be like, what was it? Um, If you don't rock and stone, you ain't coming home, (laughs) which is really good. There's there's also so there's only like there's maybe like 20 different ones. One of them is just so there's there's four rock and stone. One of them is for Carl. Which I don't get that, okay. but I just like that it's in there. Um, one of my favorites is, did I hear a rock and stone? <laughs> um, I don't. It, the taunts are just so great to call out. And if you got like a crew with you, you call one of them out. Everyone's going to start shouting about rock and stone. And it's just <laughs> great. It's just a good time. Um and yeah, it, it, like it, it's pretty fun. All the caves are super dark, so everyone has to like throw their flares. You have unlimited flares around and you're just like finding stuff. And then all of a sudden a giant spider comes at you and it's like, man, this is messed up. We've got to get out of here. Once you've collected all your things, the drop pods like, yo, it's leaving in like three minutes. So you basically have to run back the entire path that you just dug around, which can be difficult because there's usually yeah. like a lot of spiders chasing you and whatnot. And then you got to get on the. Uh, the drop ship and, and get out of there and people can get left behind and you know you can revive each other and it's just it's a goofy time it's fun you can upgrade your equipment um yeah just really great if you have game pass you're looking for a fun co-op game to to go through i definitely recommend that for sure it's so good that's a yep. deep rock galactic um the other game i played is outriders the demo um yeah. And, you know, we'll just kind of you know tease some of the some of the news, but could they announced Outriders is going to be a day and date uh, release on Game Pass on Xbox. Uh, yeah, which is a pretty on big console. get like, holy smokes. Um, yeah, it's really good. And then hearing that the demo will transfer all your progress. I was like, well, I might as well play some of that demo now and just be good to go then. Um, and it, it's funny. What class did you pick? I picked Trickster. OK. Um, Trickster's neat. Trickster's neat. I haven't gotten many of the powers yet. I, ha- I haven't played much. Let, let me quickly. Come. Oh, okay. I played up to when you pick, and then I went to the neck, the first like mission after that, 
after you have your class and the game froze halfway through that. And I was like, okay, well I'll just, I got shit to do, man. So you've seen the story like up to that point. That's kind of like the whole story you get in the demo Mm -hmm. is all that stuff. Yeah. So so I was going to say in in regards to the story, like it was checking a lot of boxes for me. I'm like, okay, so it's like the mass effect Andromeda. Like, you know, we put everyone to sleep and they woke up, you know, hundreds of years later on a new planet, yada, yada, yada. Okay. I like this. I like this. Oh, it's all foresty. Kind of reminds me of Anthem. I like where this is going. Then shit hits the fan. It's like, welcome to rage the video game, baby. And it's like, (laughs) oh, wait, can we go back to the other one? I liked the other one. Um, Oh, wow. I disagree. I think when it kicks off, that game gets really good. I thought the story was kind of there until then. Oh, well, I'm just saying like it was, it was ticking a lot of boxes of games I like or, or you know, narratives I like and, and sci-fi worlds I like. And then it was just like, nope, yeah. scratch all that. We're doing this. And it was like, oh, OK, uh, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I just played too much Borderlands. So I'm used to like angry marauders screaming at you while things are blowing up. And I've, I've played a lot of that. I don't know. I kind of preferred Fair. the first one, but not that I'm saying you're not going to like this demo then because it's all just that. Oh, I'm assuming I'm, the whole game I'm is looking, that. So like it's fine. No, because they showed a little bit of the game <clears throat> today and it, it, there's like actual aliens and forest stuff later. Oh, OK, I think all so, right. I hope because, yeah, the demo is all just like brown hiding behind wreckage and killing dudes with guns. And I kind of hope there's more to that than that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, I thought it looked yeah. better. And then that first mission I'm playing, I'm in like a hallway with yeah a lot of brown. And I'm like, this isn't it's very like this that. isn't yeah. super interesting. But uh, I'm not saying I'm disliking it. I'm liking the gameplay. Uh, my character has yeah. a cool like laser sword that when I swipe it, anyone who gets touched by the laser sword solely disintegrates, <laughs> which is pretty yep. fun. Um I also have like a time slowdown bubble I can make, and that's pretty cool, too. The gunplay, I think, feels good. Yep. Um, it plays well, for sure. I mean, it plays like Gears of War and what I need to like rewire my brain because it, it it uses like it uses the A button to go into cover and, and get over cover. But it uses the B button to dodge roll. And in Gears of War, it's all on the A button. So I'm constantly oh, having to like, OK, wait, which one? What does B do again? How do I which so I feel like I have to re kind of learn that a little bit since it is so gears of worry. Sure. Uh, but I think it looks good. You know, it's running 60 and then, yeah, the weird cutscenes that go to 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is odd. Like typically frame yeah. rate stuff doesn't affect me, but because it's doing two different ones, so I'm seeing them back to back. It's like, <laughs> Oh wait, why, why are you doing yeah. this? <laughs> Maybe that'll be Super different obvious. when the full game comes out. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, now they've that- patched that demo on PC. Apparently they fixed a lot of issues with that demo. It's weird. Okay. I can't believe they're patching a demo, but sure. Why not? Well, a lot I guess of people if it's, are playing it. If it's so. supposed to transfer the progress over, it's just a chunk of that game. So I'm, yeah, I would assume true. a lot of that is going to just be in the thing unless they patch it. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Because, um, yeah, you are just playing like the first two to three hours of that game, well, however long the demo is. Yeah, yeah. about three hours. That sounds um, about right. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, I wasn't up until they said, hey, you're going to get it for free. And then I was like, oh, I guess I should check this out. And I'm liking it. So that that's pretty great. That's a that's a great get for Game Pass for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate it's only on console, but I'm OK paying for that game. So that's fine. Yeah, it's just the, it's just Xbox Game Pass. It's it's on for sure. Yep. Um, yeah. All right, let's do some news. There's a surprising lot of it. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's the Square Enix thing was today. No wonder. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, Paul, I'll let you start with the stuff you collected. And All right, in from the, Discord. Uh, the Square Enix first ever direct type thing called Square Enix Presents or whatever. Yep. Um, showcase was today. And the big thing that they teased was that they are going to show you the next uh, Life is Strange. And they did as kind of one of the last things. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. I guess the quicker uh, they showed a bunch of mobile stuff. Hitman Sniper Assassins was one of them. Uh, I liked that sniper game, that Hitman Sniper game on mobile. So another one of those seemed fine, I guess. That seems like a fine thing to do. Why not? Okay. Just Cause Mobile is what I really wanted to see what that was. And they kind of didn't show. They just showed a video of dudes shooting at each other, which makes me think it might be a PUBG clone. But I'm not like, 100% you think it's a battle sure royale or maybe because there's a group of dudes fighting another group of dudes <laughs> or like fighting an army or something. Yeah, I should so. say I actually didn't watch this. So I'm kind of just, you know, scrubbing through these trailers now as we talk. Gotcha. OK, there's nothing too uh, too crazy uh, going on here. A big thing that they were talking about, they talked about Outriders. And they just kind of just showed more <clears throat> video of that. But if you've seen any video of it or played the demo, you know, they didn't show anything new. Basically, they just went down what the different the four different classes are and kind of how they play and showed a little bit of video to like get people hyped because that game comes out in two weeks. So nothing new there. Right. Um, it, the 25th anniversary of Tomb Raider is this year. So they were talking a bunch about uh, Tomb Raider stuff, but they're they're doing something with Fortnite with Tomb Raider, and I wasn't exactly sure what this article is saying that they're bringing Croft Manor to Fortnite. So maybe that's part of it or something. I don't know. That's, Tomb the, that's stuff, their big twenty fifth anniversary thing. Hey, we're in Fortnite. They're doing no, they're doing like a trilogy type thing of the of Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider of some sort. Right. And it looked pretty bad, so I'm assuming it might be for Switch. Or like it's just really early or something. Like some of that graphic quality was pretty low. Oh, weird. Okay. But maybe that's just how maybe I'm just remembering because Shadow of the Tomb Raider is newer. So that game looks really good. Maybe yeah. I'm just misremembering how bad the first Tomb Raider looked because that's like five years old. I don't remember it looking so, bad, but maybe I just maybe that's nostalgia goggles or something. Yeah, I'm not sure either. That's what I was kind of thinking, too. Um, there's a weird AR game Space Invaders is getting Space Invader AR sort of thing. And I don't know. They didn't really show what that's going to be. They just showed a bunch of Space Invaders stuff going on different places. So we'll see. Um, they did talk a little bit about, well, talk. They had a video about Marvel's Avengers and how that's coming to next gen systems. Yep. Um, they, there's, yeah, that was kind uh, of an aggravating thing to watch. It looked real boring. uh, And the big news of that was Black Panther, right? That came after. Yeah, Yeah. that was, that came after their main video about how we're bringing it to console or whatever. But yeah, Black Panther is coming. Great. Sure. Um, Bubble Bobble for Friends is coming to Steam and Switch, I guess. Or no, it's out on Switch right now. And it's coming to Steam. Um, I believe this is. I believe this was out on PS4 for a while now. Is was it an exclusive? 
Do either of you know about Bubble Bobble for Friends? Was that like an exclusive for PS4? No, John, uh, no it's on Switch too. It's on Switch okay. as well. PS4 and Switch. Okay. Uh, so they showed something that. A second story pack for that game John has been playing, Toho Spell Bubble, Ooh, is coming. Good. Yeah, so that, there's that. Uh, they showed a new trailer for Balin Wonderworld. Balin Wonderworld or whatever. Yep. Um, that's very much not for me, probably, which is too bad because I think it looks neat. <laughs> Everything I've, I've heard is bad. Yeah, from same that. here. Oh, okay. I, everyone okay. I has played this has been like, this is bad. I don't know what they're doing wrong. It looks bad. It runs bad. It plays bad. This is, I've Great. heard very little <laughs> good about Balan Wonderworld, which sucks because everyone, when they released the first trailer, most people I knew were excited for it. I mean, it's got a lot of names behind it. That seems to be the only thing going for it, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to skip the Life is Strange thing and just say the game called Project Athia, which was a PS5 exclusive game that they kind of didn't show anything about while they showed stuff about that. It's called Forspoken is the actual title of it. And it looks like it's probably the thing I care about from this whole presentation, even though it's only like two seconds of actual gameplay. Oh, it has that Um, actress. What's that girl's name? Yeah, I can't remember either. I feel bad not remembering, but... They kind of just showed like a little video of the character hiding from a dragon or something. And then they had a real quick like this is some gameplay sort of montage. And it shows her running extraordinarily fast across terrain that looks like really amazing. And it looks like an action like journey or something the way it moves. And it looked really fucking cool. And I can't wait to see more about that. Uh, the big thing, though, is that they showed Life is Strange, the next one, called Life is Strange True Colors, which stars a girl coming home to hang out with her estranged brother. The brother dies in some way, and she is able to see emotions. Okay. I also understand this That's, is not going to yeah. be episodic. Uh, which is It is a full release, yeah. but it will be split into chapters, so you could make it episodic if you wanted to, like take breaks. Sure. I mean, yeah. yeah. Hey, I think it looks really good. Why not? Um, like the, yeah, the I like the style of it a lot. Really, yeah, it looks real nice. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm a big Life is Strange fan, so I'm I'm down to play more of that. Uh, I still need to yeah. play Twin Mirror when that goes on a really deep discount. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and they're re-releasing Life is Strange one in a remastered collection, which also includes with, um, the two. before the storm. No, not two. Uh, Before the storm. With enhanced visuals or whatever. Yep. Uh, But yeah, that's pretty much it. It was a little shorter. Uh, The big thing was the Life is Strange stuff. So that took up a chunk by itself. And then the other stuff was just some trailers. Right on. Uh, I just wanted wanted to bring this up because we talked about this a couple weeks ago. How a fan found... Like a problem with GTA Online um, load and fixed it by like seventy percent. Well, Rockstar like just made that solution a thing in their game and gave him ten thousand dollars for through the bug bounty program because he basically fixed their game for them. Nice. I just thought that was a neat little improvement in loading. <clears throat> that is a yeah, lot considering how fucking long that game takes to load as it is. 
Oh, yeah. I don't think you were here. So what happens is this guy, this kid found the reason why GTA uh, Online was so shitty loading was because there was some problem or a loop or something in a file in GTA 5 solo. And fixing that basically just fixed the game. Wow. The loading process. So that was news a couple weeks ago. The news this week is that Rockstar paid him out through the Cubs uh, through their bug bounty program for discovering and fixing the issue, and they implemented the fix. So, yeah, dreams come true, I guess. Not too um, EA Play is finally part of Game Pass on PC as of today, as of six hours ago. Nice. So you still have to download Origin, I believe, to take advantage of it, and I th- believe it's because it, like, I think what you do is when you install it, it opens up Origin and installs it through, like, some DRM thing through that. So you're still going to have to have their shitty launcher, but you can play those games now if you have Game Pass on PC. Cool, cool. Uh, This was just a heads up. Disco Elysium Final Cut Patch, the one that adds voice acting and uh, all that good stuff that a lot of people were waiting for, myself included, comes out at the end of the month, March 30th. Yeah, that includes the uh, PlayStation version. Yeah. I don't know, man. I've been holding off for the Switch, but like... I could just play it on the <laughs> PS5. Yep. I don't know what to do. do you have this time is to from play? The you d- might as well at that point. I don't have the time yeah. to play anything. Then you so can much, yeah, I my feel ba- my backlog is the same. Tall, but I mean, I can always put something else on the backlog. I can always reshuffle it, yep. you know? I'm with you, man. I hear you. Yep. This is uh, from the Discord. Play at home 2021. Uh update happened they are tell- talking about the games that they're going to be able to the the games sony is going to give you to download for free and they are res infinite abzu the witness enter the gungeon subnautica and for vr people it's moss astrobot paper beast and thumper uh also horizon zero dawn will be free for a limited time starting april 19th as well so right and just psa the um ratchet and clank is currently free but I believe that deadline right. for when it's not uh, March 31st. So make sure you download that oh, or, okay. or add it to your account. And then all these other ones start on the 25th. These are all great games. Too bad I own every single one of them. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. If you want some free games, though, these are amazing games. For yeah. Sure. I mean, if, even if you somehow you have the PSVR, I'd be surprised if you didn't have Moss and Astrobot. But those are two of the best ones on PSVR as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, Sure. Okay, this news broke. I mean, this broke after I had already pulled a bunch of stuff today. Yeah, this is crazy. So, who who had this on their bingo card? Nope, not me. Not at all. Yeah, not anybody. Uh, Sony and like PlayStation, um, with a company, esports company called RTS, bought Evo, the fighting game tournament. I saw a funny so, uh, funny post yeah. on Twitter that was just like. Jim Ryan was just like, buy anything. Just buy something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I feel like that's probably what someone over at Sony is saying. What with what's going on with Microsoft. But I, I do like it that they they came back with Evo. Wow. Holy smokes. Sony bought Evo. What a get. Um, I'm curious. This that this makes a lot of questions like, you know, yeah. Are they going to start giving like preference to certain games? 
does, oh, totally. does smash become an even bigger question showing up at evo because um, <sighs> like nintendo yeah. was already kind of like nah but now that sony owns it i can't see nintendo being like oh yeah we're good like <laughs> i i'd I have mean, mo- sony has the money to actually buy into if they <clears throat> like to actually buy a licensing fee or something if nintendo wanted to work I, with them yeah, but yeah, i can't see that happening i Sony doesn't work with anybody. So there was so. a, there was another post today uh, by the guys that were the heads of Evo. They're like, yeah, no, we're still going to do other platforms too. Like, they okay. didn't state anything specifically, but well, yeah, I mean, it would be weird if they didn't include other platform games for sure. I would also, yeah, I, you know, I kind of would wonder what this story would look like if Sony had like a big first party fighting game, which I, they don't really that that I can think of. First party? Yeah, no. Like, I feel like most of the fighting games are either cross-platform or every now and then yeah. you have your, like, melees or your, like, Killer Instincts, which is a Microsoft one. Yeah. I can't think think of Sony. I mean, they currently have... Don't they have Street Fighter exclusivity? Or don't they have something going on with Street Fighter? Maybe timed exclusivity? Or they were or helping stuff? fund the Con- next one console or exclu- like Console exclusive is what <clears throat> Street Fighter Five oh, is. Okay. Okay. So maybe Street Fighter Five, yeah, is going to be the thing, kind of. Um, yeah, and it should be said that yeah. they joint bought it with a new yeah. um, company called. Oh, what is it? Is it RTS? What did that stand for? Or is it just, RTS? E- yeah. Yeah. Both PlayStation and esports company RTS have joined together to acquire the tournament. Which I don't really know what that means. I can't think of a lot of times that I've heard of a lot of companies joint buying something, but I'm sure it happens way more than we know, and it's just whatever. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's just some weird news. I wonder I wonder if it's going to change the way, because the fighting game community is kind of shitty. Like, the people that run it and are in it, it's kind of like a gross community. I wonder if that's going to change anything having like an actual corporate overlord sending money to it. Like, I wonder if they're going to institute institute some like new rules or changes or something. I don't know. We'll yeah. See. I really we'll don't know happens. either. I'm, I'm curious to see what kind of changes do happen. Um, I'm really kind of curious what the kind of, what, what was the straw that broke the back of like, we should do this. Like what was the deciding factor you know, because I, I, again, yeah. I, I wonder, is it like them looking at Microsoft making all these acquisitions and, and doing this goodwill um, with like Game Pass and then they're kind of just letting it happen? Does that have anything to do with it or is this a completely different thing? Because it's not a game developer, so it's not really like they're trying to compete one to one there. So I'm 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 really curious what the thought process was. Yeah, it's crazy. We'll see. Um, all right, these next stories I put in here. First off, GeForce Now uh, is doubling its price. Sure. Which I think made sense. I think it was so, like a so beta at, up until this part. Um, the it five, was stupid cheap. Yeah, it was a $5 tier. is now moving to $10. Um, right, okay. And then, and so before you could have the founders tier, and if, again, if you c- currently are subscribed to this, you'll be grandfathered in and not have to update your or pay more. So it used to be the founders tier price at $5 a month or 25 for half a year. Uh, they've got rid of that tier. There's now a priority membership that is $10 a month. 
or $100 for the year. And that gets you things like you can play up to six hours and you have access to ray tracing, um, which to compare, they still have their free version that lets you play up to one hour of gameplay. Um, sure, yeah. Yeah, so I guess it makes kind of sense. It does kind of put it in line with like Stadia Pro's $10 a month subscription. However, Stadia Pro also gave you free games. This does not. Right. So this is just giving you access to your games. Uh, gaming rigs, your, your, essentially. Yeah. And then again, it connects to some of your game purchases if the company has yeah. allowed it. Yada, yada, yada. So, um, I, I believe it's already switched, so I can't really say, you know, get in that pricing now because it's too late at this point. From Yep. Yep. Um, other big news from Sony. They showed off the new PSVR controllers. Uh, I'm honestly surprised this didn't kind of make more of a of a big deal, uh, but they look yeah, way different. Uh, you know, the original PSVR controllers were just move controllers. You could, you know, the exact ones from the PS3. Uh, these ones look like they're going to have total like hand tracking. They there are sensors wrapping all the way around your hands in like three different positions. They look very similar to um, like the Vive controllers with having kind of a circle on the top, but and, you know, and being, you know, having the, the joysticks, but wrapping more around your hand entirely, um, which sounds good. I'm really curious what that's going to mean for like legacy people. Like what do, am I just going to get a, like a subpar experience if I'm playing a new VR game and I don't have these controllers? Can I buy these controllers and use them with my old headset? I'll be curious about that, too. Um, but they're going to have the adaptive triggers that the PlayStation 5 controller has. You know, finer touch detection, tracking, action buttons, analog sticks on like the uh, the move controllers. So they're they're putting the stuff in there that you'd want for a VR headset for sure. Yep. Uh, this is a small feature that Xbox uh, is adding. It's currently in their like beta rung if you're a part of that like dashboard group. But you'll soon be able to sp- suspend your games in order to prioritize download speeds of updates and and any kind of downloads coming to your console um you can currently do that if you just close the game you're playing but this will suspend the game in the queue so that you know you can quick resume back into your game while still getting this uh this priority downloading going so that's a nice quality of life feature sure um, and then over on uh, Microsoft's uh, PC gaming front, they are adding the auto HDR tech that the Xbox One and, and series consoles currently have, where games that don't have HDR support, they kind of build it in there to more legacy games and give them HDR. That's going to be coming um, over to Windows in the future. And it's currently available uh, in preview for Windows Insiders. And there's a fun blog post. You can see how they're how they're doing that and, and kind of the differences if it has native or if it has the auto and whatnot. <clears throat> sure. Neat. Uh, in a frustrating bit of news, Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Has just laid off a bunch of uh, their developers. Um, yeah. Which this is, is a weird story too, because it started off kind of like nondescript. They're just like, Hey, we're not doing live events anymore. So unfortunately we had to let go of a bunch of people doing live events. Okay, cool. That makes sense. No, they actually just fired a bunch of people. 
<laughs> and use that excuse. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So following Jason Schreier's reporting here, Blizzard is laying off 50 people in its live events departments as it plans a strategy shift post-pandemic. Yeah. This news arrives a month after Activision Blizzard once again announced record revenues and upped dividends yeah. to shareholders. So that's not a great look. I think I think the the real cherry on top is that they got sev- they got some severance, but they also got $200 of Battle.net gift cards oh. for their troubles. <laughs> yeah, so like, um fuck you. They Holy got shit. they got 90 days severance, a year of health benefits, and then yes, $200 uh in Battle.net cards. <laughs> um so stupid. And and it does sound like the um it was actually much more than 50, not just in the esports live departments. Yeah. A, a, someone reached out to Schreier and uh, said it was less than 2% of the total staff. And then he kind of gave some context. 2% of Blizzard would be around 190 people. So anywhere between 50 as the very minimum, which we know is a lie, up to 190 roughly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Somewhere there. Uh, so that's a that's a bummer. Uh, especially if they're making more money than they ever had. Uh, you know, the rich get richer, I guess. Yeah. Uh, here's a fun story. Jade Raymond has resurfaced yet again, um, with a new studio. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Um, I feel so bad for her, man. I feel like she works like two years (laughs) at a new studio and then the studio gets destroyed and yeah, and, the, and like a, she must have so many game projects that she has had to like come up with and then be like, well, I can never do anything with this because I don't own it. Um, new Montreal based game development studio called Haven. Uh, but what's fun is that this is being funded the new IP from uh, PlayStation. So that gives me a little bit more hope. Um, kind of reminds me of uh, Death Stranding. PlayStation really yeah. helped out uh, Hideo Kojima with his new IP. So it's, it seems like a bit of a similar story. That's that's cool. I really hope she finally gets to make a video game. I would like to see what she deserves it, man. She's been Jade Raymond's dope as for fuck. a long time for sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that new studio is uh, called Haven. Yeah, I look forward to seeing what she does, <clears throat> what they do. And then, like we mentioned earlier, Game Pass is getting um outriders on april 1st uh and then just yeah. because there's a history with our podcast um undertale also oh, came to uh, xbox game pass this week uh it did announced yeah. released and it's on game pass with some xbox specific content uh much like all the other uh consoles having specific content so there you go that's on also on game pass a lot of stuff came to game pass this last week actually got i was gonna say we haven't talked about the fact that the bethesda thing finally was finalized and all that shit is on game pass now i think we we did i think that that was last week was that last week okay yeah yeah we did yeah um a lot of stuff is on game pass a bunch of stuff today or yesterday maybe that i wanted to check out came out so yeah Game Pass is Octopath great. Octopath Traveler. Yes, that was also announced and added. Or I don't think that one's there yet. I think that one's coming a little later, but it was announced that it's coming. Yes. Yeah. All right. Exciting. Let's do some questions. If you'd like to send in a question, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. And this first one comes from Christopher. 
uh, who says, if you were able to play a special version of a game where all the characters are drunk, what <laughs> game would you want to play? Mario Kart. Mario Kart. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah sure. Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. For some reason, I think any Nintendo game is kind of a winning answer here. Really? Any <laughs> like, like a lot of them. Yeah. Any childhood cherished game. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't know that your Outer Worlds one with all the creatures sounding drunk. That that seems pretty great to me, too. I wouldn't mind like a sci fi thing with a bunch of drunk uh, space people doing shit. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. Drunk Star Fox. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you just need something good. with like a, with a lot of good c- characters in it. So, I mean, Smash yeah. comes to mind. Um, honestly, I think any fighting game would probably be pretty good. I don't know how much fun that would be, but it'd be pretty funny at least. Yeah. Okay, Kevin writes in, if you could have one piece of furniture in your house, what would it be? Only have one. Yeah. It has yeah. to be bed, right? Like bed. It's yeah, totally bed. It yeah, has to be bed. Of course. Cause how would you pick anything other than bed? Like that's insane. Yeah. I could maybe see couch because you yeah. could use it as a couch, bed. Couch or futon, which is both, but yeah. 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 But bed is definitely the actual but answer. But you need a you need a bed totally. for sure. Like I don't even okay. Well how about this then? You can't pick bed. Okay. So what's second? couch like probably a couch yeah just somewhere to sit yeah pretty much yeah, yeah people are meant I, to be I, on their feet all the time so i guess yeah yeah you would need something to sit down yeah for sure like because what, what 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 what's your other option a table a shelf like table, no. chair yeah counter. which chair you might as well just get a comfy couch yeah this question's too easy this is it's too easy yeah. Suku Suku writes in and says, Tom Scott made a video about how a compass spinning in a title sequence made him really pay attention to the hard work that goes behind the scenes and how someone will notice that little bit of extra work you put into whatever you make. Can you think of any examples from a video game where there was just a little detail that could have gone uh, that could and has gone unnoticed but made the experience all the more special for you? Mm. I like one, little things like uh, that new Ninja Turtles game that's coming out. All the turtles have their own different walk cycles. I like little things like that because it actually sure. gives them more oh, personality. Cool. Sure, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, idle animations are always pretty fun. Yep. Yep. Um, this, the one that came to my mind when I first read this question uh, in Deep Rock Galactic. Again, the taunts are great. I love the taunts. That's that's one answer. But another one. So there's this one game mode you can get or mission type you can get where you have your dropship or like where you start and you have to go to different areas, build a machine and then connect it with a big hose to your back to your original one. And for whatever reason, you can like 50 50 grind on the pipes. Yeah, <laughs> like straight up Tony Hawk style. You can just grind along the pipes and it kind of makes no sense. It doesn't really. I guess it gets you there a bit faster, but you they, you can just grind. And I, I thought that was amazing. <laughs> uh, 
one thing for me is I always like when character when you're playing and characters are talking, if their mouths are actually moving, like that it's just such a little detail, but it's like it shows that they gave half a shit about the character modeling and that sort of thing. Um, the Last of Us had a lot, actually, Last of Us 2, um, for all the problems you may or may not have with that game, it had a lot of really good detailing in it. Like, all the guns oh, loaded yeah. differently. Uh, the gun play was, like, extraordinary. That that game is nothing but little details just, yeah, like, thrown together. Say, like, I don't think there's, like like a single reused like asset in some of those b- rooms. Like every single room yeah. you go into is extremely unique. Um, but then again, that's yeah. like the peak of that kind of stuff, right? Totally for sure. Yeah. And like, they don't have to do stuff like that, but it's always kind of nice to notice that like the clip actually drops out of the, the magazine drops out of the gun and they load in another one and then cock it. Like just little stuff like that. I really like, I always like when there's there's some kind of TV or game console being played or even just like a yeah, you can see a collection of games and it's 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 fun when they're like made up stuff. But I always kind of like it when it's like previous games from the developer because that's what they had like rights to be able to do it. So like I remember in Hitman three, there was some like janitors playing like mini ninjas. Oh, yeah. Break room. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and stuff like that. Or you'd see like Kane and Lynch box art in some of those games and stuff like that. I always find that pretty fun. Sure. Uh, VGC Kenny writes, if you could customize a game's difficulty to your liking, would you be more likely to make the game harder or easier? Uh, And then we'll do the second part after that. That seems really dependent on the game. Yeah. Um, Yeah. In general, I would probably make it easier because I would start on a harder difficulty. And then if I'm having too much difficulty, I would go down. So, like, I would rather the option to go <clears throat> down, I think. Sure. Yeah, that, that kind of just makes sense. I was going to say, like, if I had the choice of do you want a hard game or an easy game, if that's kind of how I interpret this, I'm going to pick an easy one. I'd rather I'd rather make sure I can kind of get through it. Yeah, I, but I, yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. I would rather like some sort of balanced difficulty. And usually if yeah. someone gives you a variable control like that, it means you're going to make it easier. See, I thought you were going to say harder because you usually pick like one up from normal. Uh, it depends. Like I to me, yeah. this question is describing 007 mode in GoldenEye where you could change yep. like how much health an enemy had how uh what weapons they use like how much health you had stuff like that and there's something to be said about having like a power trip kind of situation where like you're just a bullet sponge and you're just like everything's flying at you but like argue that would be easier in a way yeah so that that's kind of we're kind of getting to the second part of the question how much customization can occur before it is not even relatively close to the intended experience 007 mode <laughs> if yeah if if they're giving you the option to change it, it's the intended experience just by default, right? Yeah. Like if they're letting you change all that stuff as a default, I guess. If you're like going to hack it or whatever, I think changing anything would obviously be 
not close to the intended experience anymore. I, well, I mean, I, I I would argue it could be close if you're changing a little bit of it. But if I'm playing a fighting game and everyone dies from me doing one punch, I don't think that's the yeah. intended experience. If I'm if I somehow turn it down to be that easy, it's like this is no yeah, longer yeah. a fighting game. It's a it's like a quick time event at this point. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know how I think you customize this. I that's the problem. I guess like if you customize it so that you are more, you have more health. It's harder to take you down, but you can't one shot stuff. I see that as less of a problem than you just being able to god mode and like look at a dude and it dies or something. Yeah, like if you're changing it so that for survivability. I think that's less of a problem like from the intended experience than if you're super strong in comparison. All right. Rasterman writes in and says, I'd like the hosts to answer this. Oh, this I've seen this meme going around first anime, last anime, best anime, and worst anime. Okay. I can probably do this right away. Uh, first right. anime that I knew was an anime, Sailor Moon. Okay. Sure. Okay, mine's probably Pokemon. <laughs> Mine is definitely Dragon Ball. Yeah. The first Dragon Ball. Okay. Last anime... Uh... Ooh, maybe that is trickier than I thought. Mine's probably My Hero Academia is the last one I watched. So I've been trying to catch up on one called Wonder Egg Priority that's on right now. I've heard that one's pretty good. Probably that. Right on. I don't know if I can remember the last anime I watched. Yeah. It's not like Fifth of the North Die or something like that. Well, uh, I watched other stuff other than that. Um... G Gundam. G Gundam. Okay. Uh, best anime? Fist of the North Star. Does this include movies? Because Akira yeah. is Cam- definitely... Cam- yeah. Cam- I'd say Cam movies. Yeah. Okay. It's definitely Akira. Then. As far... I know this is not, like, quality best, but, I mean, it's just going to hold the place in my heart forever. Dragon Ball Z. Sure. Okay. And now worst anime. Yeah, worst anime. That's a hard Dragon one. Ball Z. No. Oh <laughs> Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> uh, worst hmm. anime. I don't usually go out of my way like, to. That's the thing. It's like it's probably something I watched like yeah. a couple episodes of and it was just like uh, not my thing. And then I forgot about okay. it. I'm going to say this with the caveat that I've watched a hundred and something episodes of it, but it's easily the worst. Like, besides, like, something where I watched one episode and then turned it off. It's Naruto. That is a terrible anime, but I had a lot of fun with parts of it. So it kept me going. So I haven't watched Naruto, but I read all of it, and I like Naruto. So Um, Okay. But I can't speak for the anime itself. is Is it just all the filler? It's just that so much of my time was wasted. But, like, anytime there wasn't filler, it's pretty fucking good. (laughs) It was pretty good, so... That was probably the reason I kind of got sick of Bleach after a while was all the filler because it wasn't as interesting as the actual main story stuff. So I'd probably say something like Bleach because of just how much filler it had. 
Okay. And so again, this, this I feel like is not like a fair answer because I don't actually think it's that bad, but it's, it's one that I just kind of got bored of. And that was the original Full Metal Alchemist. Like I did, I never finished it because mm. it's, it's oh, just yeah. really slow. Yeah, sure. that that had the same issue that Bleach did, like where they the story wasn't done, so they had to do filler and slow things down. Yeah, uh, but I mean, like, I, I but I wouldn't say I dislike it, but I I have a, I just don't have a great answer for worst anime. Yeah, without like the answers that are, I watched one episode of this and I hated it because it's like, well. You didn't really watch the anime then, I guess. <laughs> no more Spiros. What feature added in a sequel slash later game in a series is such a natural fit when you play its predecessors, you're actively surprised it isn't there. This one, for me, is easy. I always forget Tony Hawk 1 doesn't have manualing until I go back to it yep. because that's just such a simple concept that they added in the second one. And yep. onwards, that yep. it should have always just been there, probably. That's a big one for sure. Uh, Mario games grabbing items and or throwing items upwards. Yes, true. Okay, yeah, that's a good one for sure. Is Mario World the only Mario game you can throw up? Uh, I mean, new Mario Super 2. You can Can't you do it in 2 as well? Nope, nope. No. Oh, you can just throw it forward? Yep. Left to right. Okay, That's yeah. it. Same with three. <clears throat> and three, yeah. World and the new games. Oh yeah, okay. Sure. Um I, and I'm just to take this because someone said this in the Discord basically, but me talking about how Spyro One didn't have the double jump. Uh oh. Yeah, it would be hard yeah. for me to go back to uh yeah. the first Spyro. In that same vein, Mega Man games with the buster shot and sliding or running. Yes. Yep. Very true. I feel like there's a bunch of these answers for the Assassin's Creed series, but that's only because that series has changed so much. So it would probably just be uh-huh. odd going back and being like, how come there's no loot? And nonsense <laughs> like that. Where's my boat? Uh, yeah, where's the boat? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Dead in Sky. I was re-listening to an episode from 2010 where a big news piece was how the online co-op feature for Halo Reach required having a hard drive in your console. What other big news stories from 10-15 years ago would sound absolutely ridiculous if they happened today, either in how unnoteworthy it is, or you can go on the other angle by saying the absurdity is doubled down. Oh, shit. Technically, you could say like uh, Nintendo's e-reader where you had to go buy actual physical cards to unlock stuff is still going nowadays with uh, with Amiibos. Amiibos. So you could say, yeah, saying that. Oh, my God. Nintendo everything. Like, why do we still fucking need friend codes? Why can't we make lobbies? Why isn't there voice chat? Like, holy fuck. Yeah. 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 I would say that that's an example of them doubling down on just like not embracing not the internet with it yeah yeah boomer um, nintendo i was gonna say like motion controls how those went like crazy huge and then i think of the, the like e3 presentations for like the connect with all the yeah. pie in the sky stuff like you're gonna come up and you're gonna scan your skateboard right into the game and i think of yeah. like milo and stuff and like none of this stuff even remotely happened 
Yeah, that's true. So that seems like complete, like completely absurd at this point. Yeah. Uh, and then a second question from uh, Dead in the Sky. If you could only listen to shitty covers of every song you like, but you get 99 cents every time you listened to one, would you do it? Hell yeah. So you can't ever listen to the real versions again. Yeah. Oh, no. I'll fucking slam in some kid bop. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Pay me a buck every time. I'll pick the shortest fucking song I know, and I'll put that sucker on loop. <laughs> no, that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> How much money do you actually think you you would like rake in from that before you're like, I'm going insane. I can never listen to this song again. You just you learn to tune it out, man. That's just all you need. I, all you do. I don't know. Man. Like it, at some point it would sound just like like I hate it when the f- like fire alarm goes off and I can't reach it. So it's it's going along for like an hour longer than it should because I don't <laughs> have access to a tall ladder. That's what this is going to turn into. You're, you're, I don't know. They do still make Kid Bop albums. Yep. You can yeah. still get that stuff. It's, it's weird. Some of the weird sexual songs that the kids will do. Yeah. And then they, they semi censor them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's worth it. The thing, the, <laughs> so the thing here is if you could only listen to shitty covers of every song you like, is like, holy fuck. <laughs> So like you just every song you like no longer exists. It's actually just like the Kid Bops version. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't I, do that. Like, like I like a cover. Sometimes I will, I will go out and like look for a cover of a song because I want to hear kind of like a different, a bit of a different take, or I like a live version. I, I'll look for that. But every song, like, oh. And here's here's the other thing. Does that song still exist? I'm just not allowed to listen to it. I don't know. Could you I'm do it then, John? Yes. Knowing all your friends get to listen to the real Weird Al. <laughs> well, you have to listen to Knock Off Weird Al. I. Or is the FOMO of, too much? That's a it's lot of, really that's hard. A lot to of money. This. That's a lot of money, though. If you think about it, let's say let's say three minute song. You get a dollar per for every three minutes. I don't think it works out to be like worth it. So like, let's let's do some math here. Three minutes. You can listen to. How much is that in an hour? That's that 20 an hour. hour. It's 20 bucks, 20 an hour. songs an hour. So that's uh, 20 bucks every yeah. hour. So you at the most you can get two hundred and eighty dollars a day if you don't sleep. Let's assume you're going to sleep eight hours. So we'll take away. So it's 16 hours. You're going to nonstop listen to this song. So that's 160 bucks, right? Or no, hang on. Hundred and. You just described eight hours is 160. Eight hours, 160. Okay, so sorry, 320 then is 16 hours, right? Are we doing the math right? I for 16 hours. Yeah, 16 hours. OK, so you can make at most three hundred and twenty dollars a day. OK, yeah. is that worth it? That's pretty good for essentially doing nothing. <clears throat> That's pretty. Yeah, for sure. And you could do other stuff. You just 
you have to be listening to this song in the background. Oh, my God. What if a song you like is in a movie that you're watching? Does it just change? Oh, It's like an, I feel it's like, like an implant. Yeah. You get like a like a uh, and a hearing yeah. implanted that just auto plays the song instead. <laughs> so now I'm thinking like you're watching like a great moment. It's like it's like an orchestral. So it's not lyrics. It's not like a pop song. An orchestral okay. part. It's a big momentous part of the of the movie. Like it's you know it's Endgame and Captain America's there <laughs> fighting Thanos and everyone's like sure. Fuck, this is so fucking cool and you're listening to the kazoo cover of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love those. Those are my favorite thing. Uh, or you're watching like great. you're watching That'd like Titanic so and like funny. everyone in the room is like getting like misty eyed and you're like this and it sounds like like ch- scratching a chalkboard to you. That's it what you might got. actually be better. It might make movies better <laughs> when you're putting it that way. OK, <laughs> I, I mean, if, if you only want to ever watch comedies, I guess, because it's going to ruin every movie. <laughs> yeah, that, with, that's with true. Some kind of heart. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Boko writes in Dragon Quest 11 was just released for Stadia. What do you think the last game to come out on Stadia will be? I think it's Dragon Quest 11. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think there's a couple more games still coming out on it. But uh, I mean, it has to be a Just Dance game because they have such a close partnership with Ubisoft, oh. right? Yeah, probably. Like it has yeah, to probably. be Just Dance. Are there any probably. Just Dances on there already? I believe so. Yeah, I think then, from the get go yes. there was a Just Dance. Then yes, it's Just Dance. <clears throat> probably it's either that or oh, I was going to say like a FIFA game, but I don't know if EA is on Stadia or if any. Yeah, I don't think I'm not sure if any EA games on Stadia. Yeah. Did you see that they finally announced that Bomberman Online game is finally coming off of Stadia? hell yeah i did i and i saw someone quote tweet the news article it was someone from it may have been fanbite or something like that they were sharing an anecdote of when the original was coming out and he was like saying something like i had a stadia developer look me straight in the eyes and tell me that this game would be impossible to put anywhere that doesn't have the power <laughs> stadia and google <laughs> yeah i saw that great that was so good <laughs> Wow. Remember Mag? Yeah. Yep. I remember Mag. Uh, Massive action game. Yeah. Anyways. Yep. Lineback says, what part of gaming reminds you of your college days? For me, it's MMOs, as I would constantly download free ones due to not being able to afford games. Uh, Fighting games. Played a lot of fighting games with my college buddies. Okay. MMOs, for sure world of warcraft specifically i have a few good stories um dead rising 2 comes to mind because uh, that was also when okay. uh case zero came out and that was such a big thing so i played a lot of case zero and then and I, then i got dead rising 2 through that eb games promotion where if you like returned it within a week you get full credit back i was oh, just yeah. doing that each time one of those came up with the same credit because why not and I remember having to me and my buddy did this and we played like four hours of poker in Dead Rising 2 because we were trying to go for the achievement where you had to have eight people being rescued at the same time. And like three of them, you would only let you rescue them from the zombie apocalypse if you beat them in poker. So we played four hours of poker together trying to beat these three people so they would let us rescue them. That was As nonsense. You do. Yep. 
You're a real hero. Rock Band was a big one at yeah. college. Mm. I even remember we had like, I think like, so it was in the dorms, the different floors were having like a competition. And I was in the group for my floor. And I was like, yo, this is in the bag. You guys don't understand how much Rock Band and Guitar Hero I've played. I'm like really good at the guitar in, in Rock Band. But it wasn't synchronized, so we lost like immediately. And I was like, what is this? Like they didn't have they didn't do the the calibration properly for like the projector. Oh, that sucked. That's so lame. Hebrew Lantern writes, what two video games would make a great game combined? Mm. Two great tastes that go great together. Burnout and Fortnite. I want to burn out Battle Royale where you make the track as you're playing it. Yep. Yep, that's true. Okay, I went... Okay, wasn't expecting that. Now I'm thinking kind of like a... Uh, was that Toy Story where you had to build the train track while they were on the train? Yeah. <laughs> where he's like quickly putting it down over and over so they didn't like... That was, was that Toy Story? No, oh I, I know what you're talking about. I think yeah. that, that was that. I just can't remember the the, the scene. No, Wallace oh, and Gromit. Wallace and Gromit. Wallace and Gromit. Yes, it's Wallace yeah. and Gromit. That's what I'm picturing True. now. <laughs> That'd be great if you had to be like a team, like one person's building the track while you like, you know, worked on the train or had to shoot off of it. Yeah, Wallace and Gromit, wrong trousers. Yeah, that, that what a great idea that would be. Holy smokes. <laughs> I'll say the obligatory uh, any Dragon Ball Z game with Osura's Wrath. Is, okay. is perfect. Glad we got that out of the way. Yeah, just got had to say that real quick. Uh huh. You got something, Paul? Nope. I'm thinking. Yeah, say, I'm Paul, think Paul thinks games too. are as good as they are currently. Doesn't need anything else. Anything else? I would love That's them true. to do more of the Mario and Rabbids, but with other Nintendo properties. I don't like take the rabbits yeah. out of there and just make more fun tactics games. Nintendo, please. Yeah. That's a good idea, for sure. And that just makes you think I of that weird Pokemon Conquest game that was a Pokemon Tactics game with, with some Japanese... Nobunaga, yeah. yeah, the yeah the Dynasty Warriors. Right, and that was a good game. That was fun. How do we feel about kart racers? Let's get a Persona kart racer going. That why could be per, fun. Why Persona, specifically? Because I want to be able to change into a persona to like get an advantage by picking up power ups. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I I literally just today told someone I am always down at getting irrationally angry at the bullshit from a cart racer. So I'll take anything cart yeah. racer version. Sure, I'll do that. Except that new Sonic Racing looks pretty boring. What the team one? Sonic the team one? Team Sonic Racing or team whatever, Sonic. yeah. Team, that's what it is. Yeah, I heard it's yeah. not as interesting as the uh, as the other ones. It's still good, but I, it's not as interesting. I like the other ones a lot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm uh, bummed out that that one looks so boring. I'm honestly shocked we haven't had a new Mario Kart yet, and it's got to be because the mobile one is doing so well, right? We did. It's called Mario Kart Live. You have a, a remote control. RC yeah, that's true. Home Circuit or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That technically counts. <laughs> so I, I know, I, I know. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right, that's gonna do it for questions. Um, if that's, I don't know where I'm going with that. If you would like to send a question in for next week, it's <laughs> topdownperspective at gmail.com. 
at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's PO Box. What's your game of the week? Outer Worlds. Probably fights in tight spaces. Uh, mine is Deep Rock Galactic. Rock and Stone. Good. So good. Rock and Stone. Every time they, it's so good, man. Um, all right. The latest TDP Plus poll is live for April, so go vote on what you would like us to play. Along with that, next week we will be doing our Iconoclasts episode. And then one week after that is the 2009 Game of the Year episode. Oh god, I forgot. I gotta start getting ready for that. Gotta get ready for that. That's gonna be a whole lot of fun. So patrons have a lot to look forward to. Um, But until then, we will see you guys uh, next week. Bye. Bye, everybody.